This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Off to a smashing start on boozes. I apologize. It looks like I've been crying because I was just laughing at one of our producers, producer Tim. He kept trying to hit play on the music. No play. And the classic, it was working before. Sure it was. Oh, doesn't it feel good to rub your eyes? It like brings you to a happy place. I had laser eye surgery. Oh, this would have been probably close to 10, probably eight, seven or eight years ago. It was when I lived in LA. And you can't rub your eyes. Because what they do with laser eye surgery is they like laser a flap and then fix something under the flap and then put the flap back. You don't want that flap coming off your flap. So you get, they say, don't rub your eyes. And when people tell you not to do something, that's when you really want to do it. So I'm like, I just want to rub them. So now I can rub them because the flaps are growing back. And I think I've talked about my laser eye surgery before. Anyone else that's ever had it, they say, oh, wasn't it great? I said, it was the most painful 20 seconds of my life. They're like, what are you talking about? There's no pain. I'm like, I guess I had a wrong doctor or a rusty scalpel. Because you lie in the chair, you get you all set up and they say, okay, you're going to feel 10 seconds of pressure. And I now know at my advanced age, when a doctor says you're going to feel some pressure, that means you're going to feel pain. So 10 seconds, I'm like, whatever. I can get through this. At two seconds, I was ready to pull the plug on the operation. It felt like an elephant in a stiletto heel was standing on my eyeball. I'm like, I believe my eyeball is going to pop out of my head. So that 10 seconds on the first eye lasted what felt like 38 minutes. So I'm like, I can see out of one eye. I only need one good eye. But he didn't give me a chance to decide if I wanted the other one because I think we all agreed we were doing both eyes. You don't bail after one. So he's like, okay. Going to feel 10 seconds? I'm like, ah, what's 10 seconds? 
while I remember the intense pain that I just felt in that other eye, that the next eyeball, that pain lasted for two hours. So maybe an eye surgeon can reach out to me and tell me I, I had a bad doctor, or maybe some people feel pain in the laser eye surgery. Because I sure as did. Sorry for getting in a tangent about my eyes and how I like to rub them and how once they were in a great deal of pain. I'm Dan O'Toole. Welcome to Boomsies, episode 32. The Dwayne Ward episode. One of the greatest Toronto Blue Jays of all time. Forever he was the setup guy for Tom Hankey. Baseball, they don't do like that anymore. It was great. The one-two combo. Oh, man. Then Ward replaced Hankey. He became the closer. Do you know Dwayne Ward had two saves in the 93 World Series against Philly? Then one, he was the winning pitcher in the Joe Carter home run game. Then after 1993, after that season, he didn't save another game. And he's being inducted into the Canadian Baseball Hall of Fame this year. Dwayne Ward. Love it. His Blue Jays? Yikes! Uh, oh, mama! Uh, I'll say this because I speak from experience. You play to the level of the competition, which the Blue Jays did this past weekend. They played the Angels, not a good baseball team. I think the Angels were 1-9 and nine going in. Blue Jays get swept by them. It's like when my grandparents went into a, a senior's home or a nursing home or whatever you want to call them. They were, they were out and about when they were in their own house. Once they went into that senior's or nursing home, within a month, they were playing to the level of the competition. It's no knock on anyone living there. It's just, I guess we're just going to sit around all day. Just like on the golf course, if you're playing with bad golfers, you usually play bad. But you team up with some good golfers, you play better because you're like, oh, I don't want to embarrass myself. Oh, I can see how he hits the ball. Let me try that. Oh, that didn't go well. Let me try that again. I'll tell you why the, the, the Blue Jays lost this, uh, this past weekend to the Angels. Why they got swept. I know exactly why. It's because they were advertising postseason packages during the game. Get your playoff packages. There is a month left in the baseball season. That is an eternity. Advertising postseason packages with a month left is like sending out invites to a wedding two years in advance. It, that's too much time. Too much can happen. You send those wedding out vi- invites out two weeks before. Now you're probably saying, Dad, <laughs> come on. You got to get people time to get to the wedding. They've got to plan their lives. You know how many actual marriages happen because one of the people getting married thinks, ah, well, the invites went out. 
Yes, we got to do it now. 96%. 90 per 6. 90 per 6. I think I invented a new number. 90 per 6. 96% of marriages go to the altar because one of the people involved thinks, well, we went this far. We spent all that money on postage. We can't get our deposit back on the venue. My aunt and uncle, they came from BC. (sighs) Yes, I'm getting married. 96%. But if you sent the invites out two weeks before the marriage... Most of them wouldn't even get to the two-week point. They'd be like, what the f*** were we thinking? And then laugh it off. You're like, ah, see you later, you crazy, you crazy kid. Can you believe we almost got married? So two weeks before your wedding, that's when you know. You're like, we are not, we are not committed to anything here until that two-week point. Because if you don't have kids or a house or anything, you're just dating. You're just dating. You can get out of that free and clear. So Blue Jays, you sell those tickets once you're outside the church. Once you have that postseason spot, hey, sell those tickets all you want. Those are my thoughts on why they got swept by the Angels. (laughs) And I don't mean to do this. We're off the, the topic of marriage. We've already covered uh, eye surgery, uh, the Blue Jays, marriages, and now I'm sorry to bring it up again, but Tim Hortons. Because I had a jarring incident this past weekend that Tim Hortons was 100% responsible for. Let me set the scene for you. My daughter, Ruby, and I, she's, uh, she's like, hey, let's go play a few holes of golf. I'm like, that sounds great. Get to the golf course. She then reveals, I didn't really want to golf. I just want to have the veggie burger that they serve here. I'm like, yeah, you look at you. You little sneaker. You build me up by saying, hey, let's go golfing. Then you're like, I don't want to golf. That's a, that's a good little trick. I was also hungry and I felt like a regular hamburger. So we had a nice uh, daddy daughter dinner. And then uh, on our, on our way from the golf course, we're like, let's stop and get some Timmy's. I always like having an after dinner, steep tea, two milk, two sugar, delicious beverage. I said, Rube, what do you want? She goes, you know what I want. It's always a Boston cream because they're delicious. So I said, I'm getting on that BC train. I'm coming with you, Ruby. So we each get a Boston cream. So we're driving along. Beautiful summer evening. We've got the windows down. Then uh, we both get our Boston cream in our hand. I'm like, hey, let's enjoy this first bite together. At the same time, 
because we love the donuts that much. And I, and I always mention, I love the small things. Like those are memories that I will forever have in my brain. Like us just eating a donut together and looking at each other as we both enjoy it immensely. Problem is, once we each took a bite of that Boston cream donut, our view of the Boston cream donut was changed forever. As our teeth sunk into that delicious donut, we both at the same time came to the realization there was not Boston cream in that Boston cream donut. Nope. There was peanut butter. When you are expecting cream from Boston to come oozing out of that delicious donut and instead peanut butter enters your mouth, it now goes, mucho no bueno. So then I had to look it up. I'm like, did we get punked? Is Ashton Kutcher in there? He's like, ah, look at that, those suckers. Ah, we don't have cameras in their vehicle. We aren't capturing the moment. So I knew that wasn't it. So I looked it up and it's a Reese's peanut butter dream donut. So a Boston cream, but instead of the Boston cream, they've got peanut butter. That's what it, it just tastes like. They, they got a jar of craft peanut butter and slobbered in the inside. Now, I don't know if they made these donuts without ever tasting them, but I'm pretty sure they made these donuts without ever tasting them. Peanut butter does not belong in a Boston cream type donut. It doesn't go together. Reese's peanut butter cups, delicious. Reese's peanut butter chocolate bar, one of my favorites. Out of the freezer, I love them. But Reese's peanut butter inside a Boston, no. Once we figured out what we were eating, we, Ruby and I just kept looking at each other saying, who, who would order this on purpose? Like, after we even figured out, okay, peanut butter is going to be here, not the Boston cream. It was unedible. But it's on the menu. And they say they have a sign on the windows. And I always wonder, it says, if you're ordering a peanut butter dream surprise or whatever the f*** they call it, make sure you eat it because this thing self-combusts in two days. So it says on the drive-thru window, like, don't leave this in your car and then eat it because you're going to die. This is a ticking time bomb. It's disgusting. I can't believe you ordered it. And if you don't eat it... Quick enough, you will die. It's a triple threat of a bad order. So that was that was a moment. I don't know if we'll ever be able to order Boston cream again because we might expect that peanut butter to come oozing out. Uh, we've been so jam-packed. 
jam-packed in the summer. Actually, we haven't been jam-packed on the show. We've just been uh, kind of lollygagging. Lollygagging around, doing our own thing. We haven't done a structured format. We never will. You can't tie us down. But uh, I haven't got the emails in a long time, so here we go. Hi, Dan. As many people say, I'm really enjoying Boomsies, and I'm so glad you still have a platform I can listen to and enjoy. I've been a fan since the early days when you and Jay would give daily highlights on the Weather Network. Sorry, I can't remember little details that far back. My friends and I would often talk every week about our latest podcasts and would use the catchphrases often. Old man toolsy and egg over dart were used frequently. In 2017, I was preparing to get married. My groomsmen found out that you and Dan were going to be in Saskatoon for spring invasion. Uh, I'm Dan. I'm Dan. Bumsies! I was loaded up and left the city that rhymes with fun and we traveled to Saskatoon. The first night I was gifted the chance to go to a Rush game in a pre-picked outfit by my closest friends. The Rush are a lacrosse team. As I walked around dressed as Superwoman, I couldn't help but feel special. Then the big surprise. Spring Invasion with special guests Dan and Jay. Of course, I jumped uh, in line for a meet and greet photo with you guys and my boys, but I thought we needed to take a great photo. So while in line, I signed every one a position for a painting of The Last Supper. You and Jay agreed, and we gave you our positions. You your positions. This is still one of my favorite pictures to date. Thank you for being you and bringing so much joy to your listeners and fans. Best wishes, Mike. And he sent a, sent a picture of the last photo. And I do remember that. We got pretty tuned up. Well, at least I did. <laughs> if you're still drinking and you're in Saskatoon, you're going to do a lot of drinking, which I did. I believe, yeah, 100%. The next morning, we are supposed to fly out. I missed my flight because I was so tuned up. I had never missed a flight up to that point in my life and haven't since. So I had my alarm set. It went off, but I must have turned it off. And then they tried calling me. But you know how if someone's calling you, you can hit like, uh, it sends them a message like, I'll call you back. I guess I did that. And no one came and knocked. So finally I woke up. Say it's like I woke up at 8 and the flight was at 8.10. God, do you go into a panic. And I had to fly back to L.A. There are no Saskatoon to L.A. direct flights. So we had to go Saskatoon, Calgary, Calgary, L.A. So you're hungover. You're throwing all your in the bag. You're like, what has my life come to? Eventually made it home, but what a disaster. 
Saskatoon. If, if you don't watch out, Saskatoon will make you miss that flight. And they'll laugh at you for it. Saskatoon. Love you for that. Hey, Dan. Keep up the tirade on Tim's. Oh, I just did. What a bloody dumpster fire. When Restaurants Brands completed the merger of Burger King and Tim's, it was the beginning of the end. I've been a Tim's customer for longer than I can admit to. Uh, Longer than I care to admit. And clearly, head office has no clue. A heartless company with no respect for franchisees or their staff. In my northern community, there's a perpetual lack of staff because nobody wants to work there, save for visiting university or college students. Pizza at Tim's? Are you kidding me? Maybe shawarma and rice bowls are next. Stephen from Sault Ste. Marie. Hey, Dan, just listen to Boomsies episode 30. So great to hear Natasha Staniszewski on um, Boomsies and learn about her new gig. So miss seeing Natasha beside her partner in crime, Kate, on the Ding Dong channel. Like another partnership, dissolved by those idiots appreciated hearing the music festival piece because to be fair i'm musically challenged so that's incorrect i'm a music ignoramus feeling badly for your buddy being hit with a piss bottle that's beyond pissy he's referring to jeremy taggart when he was recounting his days uh when they played woodstock 99 your approach to golf should be bottled and sold because I think far too many, it's a game that is hazardous to your mental health. Have a great game with your buddy on Monday. It's referring to how I approach golf and I just don't give a And my golf game on Monday, that was two Mondays ago with Jeremy Tagger, got canceled because of rain, but it's back on for next week, baby. Although rain's in the forecast. Hoping Ron decides his summer vacay's over and it's time to come home. Cheers, Stephen. Hey, what? Stephen. <laughs> Stephen sent two emails. Thanks, Stephen. From Sault Ste. Marie. Let's check to see if this one's from Stephen too. No, it's not. By the way, Ron is still not home. Still holding out hope. Hey, Bob. First on the list, thank you for all you do. Love to hear your sexy voice every week. (laughs) Number two on the agenda. Engineer Jim should be once a month chat at least. Love his stories and you two together is a match made in heaven. Like butter tarts and coffee. That's too much sweetness because I already put maple syrup in my coffee. No, it goes really well with coffee. Banana. I don't know. The two go together. Banana and coffee. You don't put the banana, you don't like dip it in a coffee. You just eat a banana while you're drinking a coffee. I love it. Third. Come on, Jay. What the f***? Get on here. We're all waiting for it. Don't need it, but it would be nice. Again, love the show. Love what you're doing. Keep up the good work. All the best. Kevo. Thanks, Kevo. Uh, be sure to pick up your 10 fed uh, Boomsies candles. 
These are, uh, you buy a candle, you feed 10 people. Now, I went on their website. It's 10fed.com. Very easy. So you've got a, a woman there wearing a shirt. You hit on the shop and you go to candles and the Boomsies candles right there in your face. Boomsies candle. You're done smelling bad. And Boomsies candle. Ron's cat dreams. 10fed.com. Help feed some families. And I'm glad we're, uh, we were given the opportunity to give back by the 10 fed people. We haven't heard from uh, our boomsies newsies readers in a long time. I don't know who's reading news this week. Is it uh, producer Tim? Yes, it is. Oh, uh, uh, Tim, I forgot to uh, probably can ask you off the air, but I'll just do it here. Was there no uh, John Oliver this past weekend? There was not. Okay. He's got a great schedule. One show on, eight weeks off. Okay, what's in the news, Tim? All right, let's start with a couple of sports items. Uh, The Coyotes, as we have talked about before, the Arizona Coyotes will be playing their home games this upcoming season and for a while beyond that in Tucson at Arizona State's new multi-purpose arena and the name of the arena is mullet arena named okay, after now, na- yeah I'll go on i said named after the mullet family uh who are don are donors to the school but it is the most appropriate hockey arena name around i have nothing to say about it except for the fact that we were discussing this on the golf course yesterday and we didn't know if mullet was a company but now we know it's a family and then someone ventured. They're like, can you have corporate sponsorship on a university or college venue? And we didn't know the answer to that. So anyway, it's cleared up. It's the family name mullet. And yes, it's perfect for hockey. And I know it's a tiny venue. It's going to be a hot ticket because people are going to be like, I saw an NHL game in a 4,000 seat arena. So weirdly enough, it might be cool, although the NHL owners who have to do revenue sharing are saying this is not cool. Not cool at all, Gary Bettman. Uh, next. Tim? Sorry, I lost my spot. Hang on. Everything went you, have, you literally have went one to hell. Shot. Do I? Uh, okay. Tiger and Rory introduced the future of golf. Uh, on Wednesday, the PGA Tour announced uh, new changes, which included bigger payouts for players and a new tech-based golf league. TGL, a tech-based golf league founded by Tiger and Rory, will be uh, played in custom-built arena, pitting two teams of three against each other. There will be six teams in the league. It sounds okay, a lot so like this Top is gonna Golf. Be like, yeah, Top Golf. This is brilliant. People, the casual golf fan does not want to tune in at any point from Thursday to Sunday to catch a tournament. But if you have a Tuesday night event, eight o'clock where they're under the lights, they're hitting targets. Yes, people will. I, I love this idea. 
Also, current PGA players can thank the guys that joined the Live Tour. Because of them, your purses are going up. Because of them, your workplace environment is getting better. So they can get trashed all they want. But know that because they ventured into a rival golf league, everything is improving for the PGA players. The one thing that no one still talks about is that will fix a lot of this. Because there's no cut on the live tour. You plan an event, you make money no matter what. For the regular tour, those guys that don't make the cut, they're out of pocket for those two days that they they traveled there, uh, their accommodations, their food. You don't make a cut, you're like, holy sh- when's my next payday? Have a base pay for people that don't make the cut on the PGA Tour. 15000 10000 whatever. So at least they can recoup something. Or if you're... If you miss the cut and you're ranked 150th or lower, or you've earned a certain amount that doesn't reach like a million or half a million, then you get a cut pool. You get a cut from a cut pool. So you can get money to pay your way because without these guys scraping and clawing, then you're not going to have any uh, future stars. So take care of those bottom rung guys and you'll solve a lot of problems on the PGA tour. Okay, Tim. A uh, NASCAR fan threw a $13 and 49 cent bet on a four leg parlay of top 10 finishers uh, for the race this past weekend at Daytona. And he won $999,433 and 63 cents. Holy crap. So, All he did was pick four drivers to finish in the top 10. He did. It was Landon Castle, Cody Ware, BJ McLeod, and David Reagan. And they all finished in the top 10. I have heard of one of those drivers. Wow. BJ McLeod. That's like, uh, that sounds from a Burt Reynolds movie. That's unreal. Well done. I like hearing great success stories in gambling. Still waiting for my success story. I still got a long play for Canada to win the World Cup. Uh, that's that's my long play bet right now. And we're going to look ahead to a lot of uh, futures next week as we do our kickoff to the NFL season extravaganza. As this is, in Ontario, the first ever season that Bet Rivers has NFL football because we just started in January. This is the first time NFL football. You're going to have it on your phone. Game changer, baby. I'm so pumped. So that's going to be next week as we have our, uh, our summer end spectacular during the Orno fair week. Maybe we'll get a carny on and we'll have a, a look ahead to the NFL football season. Okay, Tim. Uh, Toronto Metropolitan University, formerly Ryerson University, uh, has introduced a new uh, nickname for the sports teams. They will be the TMU Bold, and the new mascot will be a Falcon. What the f*** does a Falcon have to do with Bold, and who was in this name-deciding meeting? What were the other options? The 
the meteors and the towers were the other two finalists. I see. I like towers because you've got towers in Toronto. Towers makes makes way more sense than bold. Why can't I ever be in a meeting like that where we decide something? Actually, I was in one when we decided the name of this podcast. But it wasn't a meeting. It was just me e- emailing my boss. And I'm like, uh, I think I've mentioned this before where he's like, how about we do a podcast? Dan meets interesting friends and talks. And I'm like, that is the worst name of a podcast I've ever heard. But he's a great dude. So he's like, okay, what do you got? I said, how about Boomsies? And he's like, sure. So that was that was the extent of our brainstorming session. I said, Boomsies. I said, sold. What's it mean? Boomsies. Perfect. Bold. That's dumb. Go with it. But I said it's dumb. Oh, sorry. We already printed it. We sent it the press release. But, but you just said it five seconds ago. Ah, too late. You said yes. I actually said no. Oh, well, we've gone too far. We've sent out the invites. Uh, non-sports related news. Uh, a Missouri school district is reinstating spanking. And schools, uh, parents have to opt in for corporal punishment. The principal will be the one administering a swatting of the buttocks with a paddle. Oh my god! And don't. well, here's the, the my favorite part: how many swings are allowed? The superintendent said only one, possibly two for the younger students, up to three for the older students. Hitting a kid is never. Never the uh, the solution. But, and here's what, uh, here's what happened to me as a kid. I wasn't beaten. But I always had the, if I screwed up, my mom would say, okay, guess we'll just let your dad know when he gets home. I'm like, oh, f- no, no. That was all I needed. I'm like, I'll do whatever. I'll, I'll clean my room. I'll do whatever he has. Just don't tell him. So if you get that instilled in your child, then that works. Without any beating, but just that fear of you getting in more trouble than you're already in, I don't want any part of that. I'll change it. I guess we'll just uh, have to have to let your dad know when he gets home. Oh God! I'll I'll fix it. I'll change the oil in the car. I'll change all the tires. You're four. I'll figure it out. So no, don't hit your kids. Don't ever do that. Is that it, Tim? Do you want to talk about hot dog flavored popsicles? No. All right. And that's it then. So, so dumb. So dumb. (laughs) I'm so done. And so dumb. Stop it. 
with your hot dog flavor. Where we've we've reached the end of the line on your marketing gimmicks to get people to talk about your products. We're done with it. And the guy who was drinking his beer out of a hot dog straw, if you don't think that was staged, then I don't know what to tell you. Someone just decided, I'm going to record this guy right now, and he's perfectly turned in which I have him in frame in perfect focus. No, but it's just all random. I just, I I just, uh, what is this character doing? I'm just going to film random people in the stage, in the stands. If you're doing that, you're a creep. That's all random. I don't know what was going to happen. Pisses me off. I should have better, uh. Should be more calm, because I've got a crystal here. I don't know how it got here. My uh, daughter Ruby's into crystals. They all have the kind of generic thing, like oh, uh, heightened mood and wards off evil spirits. Sure, it does. This rock in my pocket. Okay. Okay, then I'll believe you. Very excited to get to our guest this week. A uh, good friend of mine. He's retired from the NHL, and instead of uh, taking up golf or doing whatever, he went back to school, and I just find it amazing what he's accomplished in retirement. He's a very smart individual, former Nashville Predator, former Colorado Avalanche, Mr. Colin Wilson. Colin. Uh, born in Connecticut, but raised in Winnipeg. You were born in Connecticut because your dad played for the Hartford Whalers. I have probably 200 t-shirts. I, for some reason, before knowing this, picked up a Hartford Yard Goats shirt to wear on this podcast. What are the odds that I wear my only Hartford-related t-shirt for a day that I'm talking to you? It's almost as if you did your research. No, but I I didn't plan it. I, 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 it, it's so, it, it freaked me out. And I'm like, what the? F-? Anyway. Yeah. Well, no, I, I appreciate it. But it's actually surprising that, um, I was born in Greenwich while my dad played for the Rangers. Oh, um, so I got Hartford, that wrong. So, yeah, but that's okay because I did end up, he ended up getting traded to, to Hartford, I think, briefly after that. So I, I ended up being there. I lived there. I don't remember any of it. Okay. So you don't remember, uh, well, maybe Ray Ferraro, Mike Liute. Oh, I remember them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of the names. I heard a lot of them growing up, and obviously Ray, Ray Ferraro is doing the commentating thing. Are you a dual citizen? I sure am. I got my uh, Canadian passport during the pandemic. I never needed it. Um, so I just, I don't know. But after, I don't know, during the pandemic, everybody had their uh, behavioral reactions, and mine was to get a Canadian passport. So. Well, it uh, opens a lot of doors for you. It's uh, one of the passports in the world where people see it and like, like oh, okay, you're Canadian. You can come Yeah, on I in. can finally put it on my backpack traveling. <laughs> uh, does it ever, do you ever sit back or have you ever in your life and said, 
that is pretty damn cool that my dad played in the NHL and I played in the NHL. The odds are staggering for that to happen. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and my grandfather played. So what? Even, uh, yeah, even even smaller chances. He was he was actually supposed to be the best out of all three of us. Um, but he, he played for the Canadians at 18 and then back in the day blew out his knees, which was like you don't, you know, you don't recover from that. So he had to retire at 18. But then he became the Jets uh, team doctor. But anyways, yes, I do reflect on all that, uh, the kind of generational, you know, uh, okay, count, I gotta I guess, stop you. Your grandfather played for the Canadians, and then he became a team doctor for the Jets. Yeah, so he became the surgeon. So he went back to school and became a surgeon, and became the team doctor for the team. Or pardon me, for the Jets. And even a more fascinating story with him is that he brought over, you know, some of the first Swedes. So he was actually doing a study in Sweden on fast twitch fibers. Um. And while there, he saw Ulf Nielsen and Anders. Uh, why can't I think of the names? Yeah, to, off the top of my head, no Ulf Nielsen and Anders Hedberg. So he went and saw them play, and then called up the Jets and was like, "Hey, you got to take these guys." And sh- sure enough, they came uh, and played for the Jets, and that was kind of the beginning of Europeans playing in the league. Okay, so your grandfather plays in the <laughs> NHL, and then he goes becomes a team doctor your dad plays in the nhl he went back to school you played in the nhl then you went back to school so you guys just all look to see what the person did before you and just emulate that yeah it's that I, mean, I was actually just home and my uh dad and i were both reflecting on how similar all of our paths were um all this kind of retiring due to injuries they were knees. I, I went hips, so I, I switched it up a little bit. But uh, yeah, all, all of us went back to school um, afterwards. So it's uh, yeah, very very similar paths. So you went back to school and you got a degree in psychology, correct? Correct. Yeah. That is because most guys retire and they're like, okay, I'm just gonna golf. Uh, I know some guys who retired and they're like, I can't wait to never have to work out again. But you said. I'm going to go pick up books and sink my head into them. Why did you decide to do that? Um, because I don't like golf. <laughs> and so I, I don't know. I mean, for me that, I don't know for it weirdly is kind of my golf. It's like my pastime. I enjoy learning. Um, I enjoy having uh, a goal I can see, which for me was to graduate. So it made the transition actually a lot easier versus just not doing anything. I think I would go a little bit crazy. So, um, yeah, it just kind of seemed natural and it fit into the right place uh, with the availability of courses, um, due to the pandemic being online at the beginning, obviously I had to move back, but, um, yeah, that's why. Now with a degree in psychology, do you find interactions with humans easier now, more difficult because, if I had that, I would be analyzing every single interaction with someone saying, okay, this is what's going on there. This is what's going on there. How do you approach it? Um, kind of. I think it's made me, made me um, I don't know, slightly more compassionate, just kind of as you learn the roots and like, you know, it's not really anybody's fault, you know, whether it's, you know, developmentally as a child, which typically everything comes back to in psychology um, or, you know, a genetic predisposition, you know, neither of these things people choose. So I think it made me, I don't know, it made me more compassionate. Less, I mean, I, I certainly can admit I'm not 
I have a degree in psychology, but I'm not a psychologist. So um, I think that's that's what it's brought to, you know, relationships and conversations. So everything goes back to childhood. Hmm. So being, I, I was raised yeah. on a farm and yeah, one of my, and I hope boy, I don't startle a lot of people, but one of my first jobs on the farm was to fill up a pail of water. My parents, whoever was doing uh, the castrating, whatever would hand me the runt pigs. And my job was to drown the runts in the pail of water. I never thought twice about it. I'm like, this is my job on the farm. I tell that story to people now. They're like, that's up. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's actually a clinical uh, diagnosis right there. (laughs) You'll be be talking to a therapist for years about that, I think. I've never (laughs) brought it up with a therapist. Maybe I should start with that one. Yeah, not a bad time to start. Never a bad time. (laughs) Uh, Okay, uh, Colin, played in Nashville. Eight seasons. How many visiting teams were hung over when you played them on your uh, your home ice? Go. Uh, quite a bit. I mean, you knew you knew when you were playing a team that was hung over. It was pretty funny because you know you get we had enough friends out and about in Nashville that would be like, hey, we saw the you know the visiting <laughs> team out. <laughs> so it would uh, or you'd be you know find out that the you know the father's trip was there, which was quite uh, or a rookie party. So um, yes, I. I couldn't put a number on it, but I would have to just say vaguely quite a few. But at the same time, you talk to guys and they're like, oh, best game I ever had was when I had zero sleep and I drank 300 drinks because the plain guilty effect did that maybe Mm -hmm. work uh, to your detriment when a team was playing guilty. I don't know. I think that that's uh, some form of a cognitive dissonance. Somebody says to make themselves feel better about it. A hundred percent. I played better because I was hung over. So I'm allowed to be hung over now when I play. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or like, I play, I don't know. We're like just the non-professional sports where people are like, oh, I, I do better drunk at everything. And it's like, Oh, maybe, maybe you think you are, but yeah, I don't know. It's, it's hard to say. Um, but it is a funny take. Um, <laughs> I'm playing. Gabriel Landeskog. Um, when you saw him, are you like, yeah, that guy's a leader. Yeah, I think when I spoke to him, um, especially just kind of his demeanor um, all around, he's a, he's definitely an all you know well developed all around human being, um, you know, a caring person, you know, who is competitive. He, he does have all the attributes, and he reminded me a lot of a, a young you know Shea Weber, like because Webbs is a great captain as well, and so is Fish, aren't it? All the captains I've had, but yeah, very very similar. Uh, very similar in uh, demeanor as well. Did you ever get hit with a Shea Weber slap shot? Yeah, in the back of my arm, and my or like it hit me like right in the shoulder, and my whole it went. It was all black and blue. I mean, that was like the worst time I got it. Um, Horn Hornquist one time got hit in the foot with it, and Hornquist was nuts. Um, and he started like crawling on his hands and knees in front of the goalie and still trying to screen him. <laughs> that guy's crazy. <laughs> uh, so when he's loading up, are you like, oh, and you're in front of the net? Yeah, especially in practice. In practice, he would he would let like two easy ones go where he's like, okay, I don't want to like hurt anybody. But if he didn't score, like he missed the net or he didn't like his shot, you could see it could see how mad he was <laughs> and all of a sudden you're like oh geez here it comes and he let it go and you know sometimes in practice he didn't know where it was going and it's uh it it is it was it is and was quite scary yeah 
Uh, when you decided to retire, was it an agonizing decision? Was it a decision where once you made it, you're like, ah, that's a load off my shoulders or I don't know. You describe, how was it? Yeah, I think the load, the load off my shoulders came, uh, cause I only played nine games in my last season and I was trying to get back from my hips being all jacked up. And when I finally like decided to have surgery, which I was supposed to come back actually later in the year because it was early enough on the season. That felt like a load off my sh- shoulders. And then after that, it kind of was a, um, it did take the pressure off as well once I did decide to retire. I mean, I was supposed to be back for playoffs and I wasn't getting back for playoffs. And it was like, okay, well, that, that's it. And at least I'm not trying to you know get back and play in the NHL. So it was a relief. I'm you know happy, you know, happy with how my career had gone. Felt like I gave it my all and um, was kind of ready for that next chapter and how has retirement been do you do you like the way your day is structured now or do you miss the structure of an nhl life where you know exactly where you're going to be every second of the day uh for an entire season um i think now that because i after graduating now i'm beginning to feel it now i'm beginning to miss structure because i had that structure set up very quickly uh for me uh, going back to school now it's now now I'm having to fill my days up and it's a little bit more challenging but I yeah I definitely I definitely miss just you know they provide so much for you so you could just focus on the game like I just get get in a bus go to the hotel get on a plane go to the next city and it just allows you to think about what's next and now you're taking care of a little bit more okay so I don't like structure at all so much so that I don't even book a haircut because I don't like being tied down to this constraint of being told where to be at a certain time. So I'll just walk in, give me your, your psychological take on that. Cause it gives me anxiety if I'm tied down to something. I don't know why that is. Terrified of commitment. I'm sure, I'm sure something between the ages of one and three, when you're developing <laughs> autonomy, drowning pigs. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, man. I don't know. Great. <laughs> Just another great reason to step in the old therapist's office. Great things to bring up. You'll have a lot to talk about this week. Well, yeah, therapy is great because as I say to anyone, they're like, oh, what's it like? I'm like, you talk about yourself for 50 minutes. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's my favorite, my favorite topic. Yeah, well, I actually don't like it. I, I try to, <laughs> so what's going on with you? The therapist is like, no, nah, no, nah, nice try. We're uh, focused on you. <laughs> nice try there, Jimmy boy. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Okay, well, uh, we really appreciate you coming on here. You're the best, buddy. We uh, appreciate uh, your psychological takes. We appreciate your takes on life, and we wish you nothing but the best in your uh, your retirement and your new profession. Are you going to practice psychology? What are you going to do with that degree? Yeah, I started I started applying for master's degrees, which would get me like licensing to do. It's an LPC, so it wouldn't be a full blown clinical psychologist. Um, so, but I, I put that off for a little bit, just decided to take a breath and actually try to live without structure for a little bit. Um, yes. kind of do some, you know, check out some other things. I'm getting, I'm getting into some other avenues in life, like, um, I don't know, like climate type investing, it's kind of like a way of doing charity, but more through the capitalism network. Um, I can go into that a whole other podcast, but anyways, yeah, I'm looking at other avenues in life, um, as well. I may end up doing that, but regardless right now, I think I'm you know, ha- having enjoyed what I learned in college, but no golf, not never, never golf. Oh. 
I thought we were friends. never. I'll do I'll do book clubs. We can do a book. Club. <laughs> okay, I would love to do a book club. I need some new books. Uh, Colin, enjoy the rest of your day, buddy. And there he is, Colin Wilson. Just a chill dude. He's got his head on his shoulders. Uh, just love the guy. Z Money got me a correction, an on-the-fly correction. One of the emails said, what's next to Timmy? Shawarma and rice bowls? They already have rice bowls. I bet you they taste like nothing. They probably have peanut butter in them. Oh, get your dream peanut butter Reese's Rice Bowl. Everyone wants one. No one wants one. We're making it anyway. We've already printed it. See, everything gets tied back to sending out wedding invites. You're tied into it, so you're like, well, we got to do it now. We've gone this far. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you get your 10 fed boomsies candles. Every single penny goes towards feeding people. You buy one candle. By the way, they last forever. They last forever. They smell amazing. Even when they aren't lit, you take the, the top off. There's an air freshener for you. You're done smelling bad. And Ron's Cat Dreams, tedfed.com. Support them. Give, us a, give it as a present. Use it as an air freshener. They won't overpower your house. We'll see you next week in our summer Orno Fair Week NFL football season spectacular. Welcome to Boomsies with Dan O'Toozie. Live from Orno in the heart of Ontario. Oh, baby, Boomsies.